Hello, this is Ethan Royal back to another episode of Chitter Chatter. This is episode number 53. And it's another sports one. Now, um, you know, you non-sport fans might be thinking, oh no, it's a sports one again. And yes, I have been doing a lot of um, sports-related uh, episodes. I think it's mainly due to that, you know, footballers like you know, restarted, United, my team are playing again, so I'm talking a lot about it, um, but this isn't to do with United, this isn't actually to do with a football match, this isn't actually to do with the Premier League even, shocking I know, it is to do with uh, the, the Championship, and it's to do with Wigan Athletic, if you didn't know, very sadly, on Wednesday, Wigan Athletic, unfortunately, uh, went into administration, which is very sad. So, why am I talking about it? Because it's not my usual thing to talk about, I guess. Well, it's because, um, one... Uh, Wigan has a very, very, very special place in my heart. Even though I was born in Manchester, Wigan has a very special place in my heart because um, my cousin, for example, who's been on here before uh, on my podcast, who uh, has uploaded, by the way, his um, his f- first two episodes, actually. I think he has three up there, but he's uploaded his... Um, first two episodes of a new series um it's to do with wrestling uh if you're interested in that it's um he started the rise and fall of wrestlers where he talks about you know wrestlers who you know rolls and fall i guess i mean i, I don't really know uh much about wrestling because i don't watch it uh but he absolutely loves it and if you're a wrestling fan Definitely go check it out. Even if you're not a wrestling fan, I found it quite interesting. And I'm not a wrestling fan, so I think you should um, definitely listen to it. It's a Lewis Billings podcast. Um, and anyway, he's been on here before. Twice, actually. He came on for the 50th episode, and he came on for an episode before that. Uh, he's from Wigan, uh, and along with my cousin, I have many other family members who are also from Wigan. And my... Uh, my own mum, as I said, more family members from Wigan. Um, whenever I go over to England, I don't actually stay in Manchester, I stay in Wigan. I always do uh, visit Manchester though. Uh, and yeah, my first ever match I went to was a Wigan athletic match. Uh, I have been to a Man United match though, but that was the first ever football game I got taken to, was a Wigan athletic match. And I also lived in Wigan for a very small part of my life, a few months. Um, but as I said, even though I was born in Manchester, Wigan does have uh, a very special place in my heart. And I am told that I have more of a of a Wigan accent than a Manchester accent, apparently. Uh, but yeah, anyway. So, this that explains why I'm talking about Wigan Athletic very sadly going into administration. The other reason is that the... Um, I don't know how to explain it, kind of like the process of how they've gone into administration is very, very suspicious. Now, 
excuse me. Uh, now, obviously, all of this uh, is alleged. Do you know what I mean? You know, um, but then again, I do find it quite confusing, and a lot of other people do as well. This is why everyone finds it confusing, basically. Now, I knew I couldn't remember all the facts off by heart, so I do have an uh, an article here by uh, BBC uh, Sport. Uh, BBC being the uh, British Broadcasting Corporation, if you don't know that, obviously a very trusted uh, source. You know, from what I know, basically, um, the club's older owner, uh, Dave Whelan, who's been there for many, many years... Uh, he was the owner as well when Wigan Athletic famously won the FA Cup over Manchester City. And he sold the club, which I didn't actually know. I didn't know he sold the club. But yeah, Dave Whelan sold the club. And uh, the other thing I know is that one of the owners has, uh, they are a Hong Kong company, I believe, and they actually placed a bet on Wigan Athletic to be relegated from the championship, the owners or part owners or something like that. This this is why it's incredibly suspicious. And also uh, the English Football League EFL um, kind of chairman or director or someone like that, um, a very um, high person, uh, Dick, uh, sorry, we're going to say Dick Parry, it's Rick Parry. Uh, yeah, EFL chairman, um, he was filmed saying some stuff. Now, as I said, I knew I couldn't remember all the facts, so I do have the article opened here. And we're going to go through, we're going to have a little chat uh, about it. So, um, you know, the line here saying, uh, you know, Wigan, 14th in the championship. Um, before the loss uh, yesterday, they were actually um, on good form. Uh, the same day... Uh, United won 5-2 against Bournemouth. Sorry, I just have to get in there. But what a match that was. And I think any United fans listening or any fans of football who watched that match would agree that was a very, very exciting match. Um, magnificent goal from Greenwood, Martial and Fernandez. Um, but yeah, and a good penalty by Rashford, of course. So yeah, uh, anyway, before the loss yesterday, uh, Wigan were actually on good form. And the 14th in championship mid-table uh, around uh, seven points clear of the relegation zone, which is quite good. Uh, and, you know, Lisa Nande, actually, uh, I don't normally talk about politics uh, at all, but uh, she was actually in run for Labour leadership, but uh, she isn't Labour leadership, uh, the leader of the Labour Party, but she is still local MP for Wigan, uh, Lisa Nande. So she has called for a full inquiry into the circumstances. She actually uh, called it, and I uh, knew this before reading the article, a major global scandal that Wigan uh, Athletic was a major, uh, was the victim, rather, of a major global scandal. Now, some people might be thinking, could this have anything to do with COVID-19? And you'd be right for asking that, because obviously COVID-19, it's, it's a hard time for for the majority of people, of course it is. Um, pretty much for all of us, in our own ways. Uh, and that that uh, is all obviously, of course, with like a business and anything really involving money. Obviously, football clubs heavily, um, you know, money is involved. And it is the first English club to be um, to go into administration during uh, 
COVID-19 coronavirus. But it has very little, uh, you know, pretty much nothing really to do with coronavirus, if I'm completely honest. Um, so, excuse me, yeah, can't even speak properly, my, my voice, I feel it's going for some reason. So, yeah, so it says here uh, on the article by BBC, uh, on Wednesday, as I said, Wigan entered administration just weeks after club changed owners. That's where it gets suspicious, because you're like, well, how could the club fall into administration when it's just been bought, really? Um, and Lisa Nandy has also said, what has been allowed to happen in recent days to Wigan is disgraceful. Uh, and it says it shows the complete failure of governance safeguards to protect clubs like ours. This is something that I believe she wrote to the government. Um, so, yeah, you know, she's also said, you know, being sentimental about the club, of course, Wigan Athletic FC has been a well-run, much-loved club at the heart of our community for almost 90 years. Uh, I am at a complete loss, she also said, as how to the new ownership model could have been approved by the EFL. There must be a full inquiry. And this is something else that apparently something to do with like loans and stuff like that um basically the takeover i believe uh was a bit dodgy uh, and the efl you know there must must be something uh basically wrong with them to um to uh, the ownership being approved apparently but uh as i said it is a bit confusing to me and a bit confusing uh well a lot of confusing to a lot of other people as well uh, so, yeah, um, clubs that fall into administration normally get a 12-point deduction, which would place Wigan Athletic at the bottom of the table by a point. Um, and, yeah, Wigan face a 12-point deduction to be applied either this season, if they finish outside the Championship relegation zone at the start, or at the start of the season of 2021. The club administrators intend to investigate how the club ended up in the situation barely a month after changing new owners. This is what we're saying, barely four weeks after the change owners. Um, Wigan will fulfil the championship game at Brentford on Saturday, which has obviously already happened, despite players not being paid their wages they were due on Friday, because obviously Wigan Athletic are in administration. So then we move on to the piece of the article. Um, Rick Parry filmed discussing situation. So, I believe it was, like, a 17-year-old Wigan fan. It was definitely a Wigan fan, anyway, a fan of Wigan Athletic. And um, this Wigan fan was actually discussing uh, rumours about the club's administration with EFL chairman Rick Parry. Rick Parry did not know he was being recorded. Apparently, um, the Wigan fan was actually secretly recording, which is... Uh, Interesting. Uh, so, yeah, on Wednesday, Wigan became the first English professional club to enter administration uh, since the coronavirus pandemic began. The club's administration is currently being investigated. So, in the recording, Rick Parry discusses an alleged bet on the club's relegation from the championship. And this is where it gets very dodgy. The AFL said it was a were of the video, adding Parry was unaware he was being filmed. 
It was part of a much wider and impromptu discussion he was having with a Wigan supporter he does not know, but who lives in the same area, says an EFL spokesman. The private conversation focused around the events of the last 24 to 48 hours, how the EFL can assist and what happens next. The various rumours and reports that have been circulating throughout the day was also discussed. While the chairman was unaware he was being filmed, he was happy to engage in the debate and appreciates this is concerning and challenging time for all those associated with the club. Wigan fan David Curtis, who claimed to have filmed the video, told BBC Sport, football is nothing without fans. And when the fans want questions answered, they need to be answered. And I had the power to ask them. Which is fair on him. Oh, Wigan Athletic. Appeal the point deduction and the EFL accepts, accepts rather the appeal. So, this is where we get into the confusing and dodgy stuff. This is the background section of the BBC Sport article. The club wrote to fans last month to tell them that International Entertainment Corporation, or IEC, had handed over control to another Hong Kong-based company, Next Leader Fund, on the 29th of May. So... International Entertainment Corporation, IEC, was the one who bought the club from Dave Whelan, or Dave Whelan kind of sold the club to them. Uh, and I, I read something that was about, like, to, to you know, hope that his legacy will still stand at the club or something like that, but I'm not sure. Anyway, what you need to know is that International Entertainment Corporation, or IEC, um, bought Wigan Athletic. Then, on the 29th of May... Um, International Entertainment Corporation had handed over control to another Hong Kong-based company called Next Leader Fund, or NLF, on 29th of May. Right. So, that completed a deal that publicly quoted IEC first mentioned in November. At that time, it was stated IEC Chairman Stanley Choi would act as a limited partner in NLF Next Leader Fund. The speed from the change of ownership being executed to Wigan being put into administration has raised eyebrows. This is where it gets confusing because people are confused about it. This is the point. Joint administration, uh, administrator rather Gerard, Gerald Krasner, who took over as chairman of Leeds United in 2004, in the middle of the Yorkshire club's dire financial situation, said the matter would be investigated. Uh, Gerald also said, every administration I've been involved in had its peculiarities, he said. But this is a first. Four weeks is a record. That will stand for some time. He's obviously referring to the four weeks of Wigan Athletic going to administration after, you know, only four weeks. That record will stand for some time. Uh, We are aware of concerns that have been raised the investigation won't go away it will be done once i know we have saved the club and got non-disclosure letters out to prospective buyers we are talking about two weeks we'll sit down with our lawyers to see if there's any litigation that uh sorry the that will be for the benefit of the creditors there is also uncertainty uh over the status of a 28.77 million pound loan given to wigan by iec that attracted 8% interest. This loan now appears to been, have been repaid by a third party, but it is not known what the Latix, Latix uh, being Wigan Athletic's nickname, liability for it is. There will be a lot 
there will be a lot of incredible things that come out when we get into the paperwork, said Gerald Krasner. On the loans, nothing appears to be registered at company's house to say that they are secured against anything. What we don't know is whether the new owner has been repaid that loan by putting his own money in, which would swap the loan over. Krasner said that there are no guarantees Wigan players will receive their wages, which are due on Friday, although he hoped to pay at least some of them, which is very nice by him. Um... He revealed that the approach to the administrators was initially made on the 24th of June, uh, but it was decided not to do anything until Wigan's 3-0 win over Stoke at the DW, excuse me, DW Stadium on Tuesday, as it couldn't be assumed the players were insured and the administrators wanted to avoid being liable for any injuries. It was subsequently established the insurance was in place. So... Do you do you see what I'm saying with it's being confusing with loans and bets and everything? It's absolutely mad. Um, yeah, so... You know, he's also said, like, you know, the world has changed. He said everything we thought about football has now gone out the window. Uh, Gerald Krasner... Um, has extensive experience in football, having also been involved in administrations at Bournemouth and Port Vale. Um, He's also said, It's my personal view that there are a number of clubs in League 1 and League 2 that may not survive by coming back. There's possibly at least one in the Championship club that may seriously be thinking about doing the same. Representatives of IEC have been contacted about this story. And that's also another interesting thing that... Uh, International Entertainment Corporation, or wherever the name is, IEC, I can't remember it now, and I've just read it. Uh, They've been contacted about the story, and it'll be very interesting to see what they have to say, if they do say anything at all. But, you know, you you saw the quote from Gerald Krasner uh, himself. I can't even speak. Gerald Krasner himself, because he said once they get into the paperwork some very, very peculiar stuff will probably come up and it's going to be very interesting to see what comes up in them paperworks. So, you know, it is... um, It's very, very, very interesting, to be honest. You know, uh, Simon Stone, uh, who works for the BBC, you know, he said himself that, you know, Wigan Athletic executives spent last week dealing with contracts and turning down offers for some of their players. Oblivious, the club was about to put into administration, which is just very, very, very unfortunate. Uh, It has emerged that Wigan's uh, staff were kept completely in the dark about the plan, even though administrations were first contacted last week by representatives of the club's Hong Kong-based owners. You know, and and they've even bought play. You know, uh, they've even loaned uh, plays as well. They loaned um, uh, Leon Balogun from Brighton on a permanent deal until the end of the season. Uh, it was not until Tuesday that details began to emerge, although officials were keen to shield manager Paul Cook and his players from the issue, given the importance of the championship game against Stoke the same evening. Club staff, uh, this is where the article ends, it ends up with saying club staff are now working with the administrations to um, 
attempt to find a way out of the situation with many unsure about the pr- uh, precise reasons for the club being put into administration and that is it the that last line with many unsure about the precise reasons for the club being put into administration this is what i'm saying with all the rumors circling around from like the crazy bet that they've put on it's it's this is think it's all very very dodgy but i really do hope wigan athletic can find a way out of this i really do um you know as i said it has it does have a does have a place in my heart you know obviously manchester united's place is a uh, much much bigger you know obviously if united and wigan are playing you know i'm obviously going to support for united but i always want wigan to do well and yeah it's uh it's very sad for fans of Wigan Athletic, you know, I can't imagine how they must be feeling. You know, I know some people in my family who are fans of Wigan Athletic, obviously, you know, because they're from Wigan. And, uh, yeah, sad, unfortunate. And I'm sorry, you know, this couldn't be a um, kind of an upbeat one, but I just thought it was important to talk about just because of the crazy like situations that has happened you know what i mean it really is absolutely mad and i just thought i'd talk about it because as as i keep saying it really is absolutely mad no one could have predicted it do you know what i mean yeah just sounds like a made-up story but anyway as uh i'm just gonna leave it there um hopefully i'll be i might be back with a bit um happier news next week you never know uh i never know really what i'm gonna record because the things that i talk about normally happen in the week hopefully we get some happy news um but yeah as always uh thank you very much for listening i hope you did enjoy even though it was a bit of a bit of a lower tone episode but um nonetheless I hope you got some information out of it. Uh, I hope the latics are saved. Um, hashtag save the latics. I don't know what the actual hashtag is, but I know that's one. Uh, I'll make sure to put it in the tweet. Uh, if you're not following my Twitter, uh, it's uh, you, you know you definitely should if you want to. It's at the CC podcast underscore Instagram uh, is also with the same name at the CC podcast underscore. Uh, that's the letter C, two C's at the CC podcast underscore uh, for both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and as I said, as always, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you have a great uh, day, great night, great evening, great afternoon, great morning, or wherever you are in the world listening to this episode. Once again, hope you enjoyed. Thank you for listening. Keep safe and goodbye. <laughs>